Welcome back to the Sincerely Shameless Podcast with a relentless and resilient thrive. It is your content creator and host, Sarah J. Gather some popcorn, rally the girls. Let's go have some fun. What is up, Sincerely Shameless Podcast listeners, family, friends, shameless brand? What is popping? Listen, listen. I miss you too. I miss you too. It's been three weeks and um, I have no excuses, but let's just say it's been a whirlwind. I'll tell you a couple of things. Though I can't fully verbalize it all because I don't have it all here. It's working at like a 10%. Find yourself in some isolation. You'll see some change. Get your braces taken off. You'll see some change. Make some change. And guess what? You'll see some change. But um. I am so excited to be here. Y'all know we got to be long distance because if I was at your house, we wouldn't get nothing done. And so I just want to thank you for sticking with me because you know we are going places. And um, this week's podcast is going to be pretty awesome. And I wouldn't be me and we wouldn't be shameless if I ain't let y'all get all up in my business. What a lovely story time. Let's get into it. So here recently, I was asked to dinner with a group of my colleagues, and the goal was to just be able to connect. And um, if you know anything about me or you've been sticking with the Shameless brand and the Sincerely Shameless podcast, you know that connecting is one of my heart's desires and also being able to walk in shamelessness and not allowing the things of yesterday, of old, to define me. And so that's my little disclaimer. So as you know, or if you don't know this, I'm a training implementation consultant. This requires me to be on the road 90% out of the year, which one, makes paying rent pointless, but another conversation for another day. In this effort to travel, I get the opportunity to meet people from all over the place, different walks of life, um, doesn't look like me, maybe does look like me, but I get the opportunity to connect with them and find out how closely related or how vastly different our lives are. And in doing that, that requires some vulnerability. It requires me to operate in my truth as I know it and not a fantasy that I have designed it to be, but then also being able to have an ear to hear someone else's truth with them not having to live in a fantasy or doctor it up and sanitize it for me to hear. And um, in this story time, what I've learned is while we beg for the truth, not everybody really wants the truth. So I'm asked to go to this dinner. I'm extremely excited. And um, prior to the dinner, we go to lunch. So imagine an older black woman, an older black man, and then there's me. And somehow we fall on conversations of childhood and what that what the rearing process was like and what it was like being in the home. The older black man, he proceeded to tell us stories about how like his parents were super protective, loving, kind, 
affirming, you know, he was very privileged, his words, not mine, and quite spoiled. And I remember hearing this story and thinking, gee, must be nice. And then the older Black woman, she proceeded to say, like, you know, she was the ninth kid out of nine and the expectation of how she should show up in the world was extremely intense but she was loved but child rearing was not far off and it's not lost on her and i thought like wow i can i can relate to that i can i can see that being a thing and then then it was my turn to share and um the only story that came to mind was a story where um my my younger sister would remix songs and um, they're very quite offensive. Um, and then she would rant them to my mom in a very terroristic way. This in our household was hilarious. I mean, <laughs> throwing little jabs, you know, saying mean things, being unclear, um, being verbally aggressive was the way of life in our household. And so you you grew some tough skin and you dealt with it. And and if you didn't want to have an emotional breakdown every four seconds, then you laughed. And so I'm telling this story and I am cracking up. Like I'm talking, I am cracking up. And the listeners on the end are cringing. And me being able to read the room, I realized that we were being honest, but not that honest. So I um, wrap up that story with a little jokey joke. And then I'm like, check please, because that's tough. So we finish up the work day. I go to the gym, come back, and um, we're getting ready for dinner. And it was supposed to be four of us. Um, two of the people say, hey, I can't make it. Something else came up. So it turns out being a one-on-one with the older black guy. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, like how bad could this be? <laughs> so we we go to sit down. We're at some swanky spot, believe it or not, in um, downtown Florence, Alabama. And um, we're sitting down. We order, we order some drinks. We order some food. And... Um, we're just having light banter. And um, my, my guard is up just a bit because my truth is my truth. And it's really difficult for me to sanitize that because I've done that for so long and it's it does nothing for me. So just listening to him talk and um, he's like, you know, Sarah, I really want to give you some feedback. I'm like, feedback? I'm sorry. I didn't know you're my boss, but go ahead. Um, and he proceeds to tell me, he's like, you know, Sarah, a lot of our team members find you to be extremely arrogant, overly confident, and um, you lack humility. I said, wow. And he also then said, and another thing, you you do this thing where you overshare and it's a bit much. You might want to stop doing that. Now, I'll be honest, I was jaw dropped. <laughs> but because this year particularly, men have been telling me whatever comes to mind out of their mouth without sensitivity training, I was able to gather my my bearings rather quickly. And um, while I got hit with four things, the biggest one that bothered me the most was the overshare. 
Um, I was I was okay with being told I was arrogant. Um, I love what I do, and when you love what you do, you you're good at it. So I don't know what to say. Um, overly confident. I you know sure when when you've had your self esteem beaten out of you and your certainty you know talked out of you you get my age and you got to you got to be sure about something so yeah overly confident yeah I'll take that one too um lacking humility sir <laughs> I was kind of like sir okay but the thing that stuck with me the most was the overshare and that was tough because I decoded that as we appreciate the ethic that follows, but the vulnerability of the experience and the recovery is not greatly appreciated. And I'm sure you are probably thinking like, wow, you reached, but think about it. Vulnerability should be widely accepted because that is the forefront of honesty. And so here were some of my takeaways. So what did I take away from that? That conversation with this individual who could have easily lied to me or found a way to find acceptance, really what they told me was my truth was too truthful. And um, I'll be the first one to say, um, when I was called to shameless, because that's how it came to me, um, I remember feeling very upset because shame was and still is one of the biggest emotions that I deal with. It's, it's isolating, it's, um, it's filled with rejection, it's, it's intense. But when you can rid yourself of shame, then there's freedom. You know, shame is, think of it like, um, it's like bondage. It's invisible shackles to your feet and handcuffs for your hands. And you can't do anything but be stuck in it until you start to reduce your shame. And so hearing that I was an overshare, do I agree? Yes, I am. But I can't do the shameless brand or the sincerely shameless podcast without it. And um, that conversation closed out by me saying and sharing some more with this individual. I, um, I told him, I said, here's the thing. I appreciate your feedback. Um, it's wildly accepted somewhere. I'm just not sure if it's here. However, unfortunately, the way that my life has been set up, I have been called to not 
hold my experiences, life lessons hostage and have shame and have fear about them, but to share them. Because in a world where the exterior of man is so wildly accepted and only thing that's perfected, there are people like myself who have been talked in and out of believing that we are worth loving, being valued and cared for because of the experiences that we have had and that have been placed on us. And so one day someone years from now will come back and see this podcast and they will experience the truth of it all is that you can experience shame and rejection and abandonment and fear and doubt and still be valued and loved and gain security and build your esteem. And so I can't afford to not overshare (laughs) is what I said to him. I, I can't afford to not overshare. But what I did take away from that, like some of the things that I did get from that is that we are the generation that has the most access to information and truth is the one thing that everyone doesn't like. Not everybody likes the truth. We like the sanitized, washed up, tell me how you really feel, but make sure I can handle it, truth. And so for me, I could take that feedback and just know that I'm not called to that individual. And then tell myself to not be distracted, but to continue to do what I'm doing. One thing I've learned in this life is you're not for everybody. I'm not for everybody. You won't ever be for everybody. And so if you know that, there's no need to conform or perform. But while being vulnerable, you get a couple of opportunities to do a few things. You get to connect, right? And sometimes when we're vulnerable, we run into judgment. And so a lot of times what we've learned from our younger years, our formative years, it was the one time I was vulnerable, I got judged. So I experienced shame and I won't be vulnerable again. And it's a very sick, vicious cycle. But then there's this grace-filled cycle. And it's beautiful. It's it's the space that I operate in often. It's I get to be vulnerable and I run into connection and acceptance. And then I reduce some shame. And then I get vulnerable again and I run into connection and acceptance. And when I say connection, I mean this other person on the receiving end is relating and they are able to understand even if they haven't had those same life experiences. And then there's an exchange where they can share and get 100% vulnerable and honest. And then we both get to reduce some shame. And then you look up and all of your life experiences, if not all than most, weren't that bad. And you've reduced shame and you are experiencing freedom. And those people who were in those stories are now characters and the experiences are now moments 
and they're not large events and you aren't in bondage to them. And so that is why I'll always have to overshare because I've experienced a lot of shame. And so one of the things I wanted to tell this young man was judge me not. And that's going to be my new thing. I am willing to be as open and as honest and vulnerable as need be. And judge me not. Judge yourself. Or maybe not. Maybe you should get vulnerable some more. And so here are some things that you get to do when you are vulnerable. You get to connect to understand. Not everyone has the same life experiences and walks of life that you've had. You get to connect to relate. You never know. Um, You might be in the same position years from now, months from now. You know, old folks say when you, um, when you're like, oh, I would never. They say, just live a little while longer. And the very never, ever, ever will become your new thing. Maybe, maybe not. Um, You connect to learn. The wider your scope is, the bigger your world is. The smaller your scope is, the smaller your world is. And most importantly, you connect to love. That is one of my favorite things, to love on people in a world that tells people daily they're not worth love. And um, that's that's this week's episode. Um, you already know where we got to get to. We got one more segment. Let's get to it. All right, y'all. I hope you all enjoyed that one. That was quite vulnerable for me. If you found yourself judging, um, get it together. <laughs> All right. So um, third and final segment of the podcast, actually one of my favorite segments. It is the I'm Still Healing Moment. As you know, it's the newest addition to the Sincerely Shameless podcast. And it's um, also not truly new to me, but new to you guys because it was previously used in another podcast that I was once a host of. And um, basically, it's just our opportunity to um, take inventory over the week, the month of the year and say, man, am I still healing in this? Ouch. Like what's really going on? And um, going from there. So my ouch, I'm still healing moment would definitely have to be setting boundaries while being a risk taker. Sounds extreme, right? I know. My brain is like trying to compute like on one end of the spectrum. I'm like boundaries. No means no. Yes means yes. And on the other end of the spectrum, it's like high risk, high reward. <laughs> so my my hope and my heart is to find a way to balance the two so that I can see my heart's desire right in front of me. And um, that's something I'm still healing in because, you know, Oftentimes it's like, this is my boundary. And the other time is like, I'm open. And so I need to have open perspective, but boundaries. And um, I want to go with the flow, but I also want to drive. And so definitely like this emotional bipolar. 
And so, yeah. (laughs) Not sure if that's something that you're dealing with. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you've got going on in your world. I'd love to invite you to host with me. You know how to find me. on Instagram, it's she so shameless underscore on Facebook. It's Sarah Lanier. Um, the blog, the blog that I plan to do a mid-year checkup in is the shamelessbrand.me. And um, yeah, I want to hear from you. But other than that, I hope you have a beautiful week. And um, let's do this again. Thank you so much for tuning into another Sincerely Shameless episode on the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where we unpack shame through vulnerability. It takes courage, resiliency, and effort. I truly hope you get the opportunity to share this episode with a friend who shares it with another friend who shares it with another friend as we all collectively come together to become the better version of ourselves. If you haven't already had the opportunity, be sure to head over to www.theshamelessbrand.me for blog updates. You can also stay in constant communication through Instagram, and that is at she is so shameless with two O's and underscore at the end. I really look forward to chatting with you next week. You are loved, and we got this.